Yo, what's happening, everybody? It's John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And uh, there were some fights. There were some fights. Did you see the fights? I saw the fights. Uh, they were good. There were a lot of fights. Um, starting Friday with Bellator. And uh, sorry, I was scratching my ankle. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was good. It was good. It's still uh, kind of hot out here in San Jose. Trying to keep cool in the garage. All right. Wayne Smith in the house saying, what's up? How you doing, buddy? Wisconsin. All righty. Um, yeah, good fights. Good fights on Friday. I really like the uh, the Bellator. There's some good action on Bellator. Um, we'll get into that. There was UFC uh, the morning of Saturday. That was good. And um, had some good fights. And there was Bare Knuckles. Did you guys see the Bare Knuckles? I like the Bare Knuckles. Um, bare Knuckles is good. It's one of those things, man, that it's still young enough that it's not been so manipulated and prostituted like MMA has been. There are still plenty of the under, same underlying problems uh, with organization of the structure of how the sport, air quotes, I'm doing sport air quotes, because legally you cannot have a sport if you have a promoter who controls rank and title. It's not a sport. It's a production at that point. It's pro wrestling. So there's always going to be problems because the base level of the of of what's going on is corrupt it's 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 conflict of interest you cannot have a clean slate of uh, a level playing field um not just between the athletes but between uh promoters promoters can't equally compete against each other when you have this type of structure where the promoter controls the title and exclusive contracts um if a promoter controlled the title and <clears throat> fighters only had one fight deals be a different story but they're not going to do that because they claim oh we don't want to invest money into a fighter and promote him uh and then have him leave the next fight well guess what they don't put any money into promoting them anyways they don't the fighters are used to promote the promoter that's what happens these days when uh you're talking about mma and even the bare knuckle structure because they are owning the titles and exclusive contracts. Fighters do not own their ranks. The ranks are only real within the uh, organizations. But I digress. I digress. All right. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of science, too. Some fun science for you guys today uh, once we get through the fights. The, uh, there are some important discoveries made in the last couple of weeks around depression and serotonin. We can talk about that a little bit. And, uh, yeah, there's also a little study, maybe if we have time, we'll talk about about drivers and who's the worst drivers, <laughs> men or women. Um, I mean, uh, man, Danny's asking, he's saying, you know, uh, I wonder if somebody will call Dana out on the – on the carpet for controlling the fights and the promotions. It, it, as long as guys are still benefiting from the way things are, as long as guys are still plugged in, you know, there are sycophants and, and people who are getting paid to, to have the opinions they have and stick up for, for the, the corruption. It's just corruption. It's just, 
it's not it's not a sport it's production and it's gross to the fighters and the fans it's insulting um but let's get into the fight so friday was bellator i did not catch all of the bellator action once again i didn't even know that the bellator was going on um i think that bellator has a major problem with um Oh, geez, they changed this crap. Major problem with their online presence and promoting. <laughs> like, you don't know who, who's fighting when. And when you search, the searches don't come up with the information easily. It's, uh, it's frustrating. And the, um, this sucks. Like, I just, I had a link to last night's or not last night's, but Friday's Bell Tour event, and <laughs> it's changed. So I don't know what's going on. My link isn't working. This is um, annoying. Why is this like this? Why did this happen? Bell Tour, where's the X? I'm sorry, guys. Okay, there we go. Uh, so like, this is one of the, one of the problems I have, like, uh, some of these guys said their online presence is garbage. Their promotion skill is garbage. Um, let's look at this. All right. So I had to find the information about Bellator and the Bellator fighters and the things. And the best information I found was on ESPN, not on Bellator's website, not on their shit, not on any other independent, independent people like news or whatever. It was ESPN. ESPN, they're part owners of the UFC and Disney and whatever the shit, right? So why the hell is, is ESPN doing a better job at giving you the breakdowns of, of the Bellator fights than anybody else? What the hell is going on? Seriously, what the hell is going on, Scott Coker and Bellator? What the shit is this? I have to go to your competitors' websites? to find out what the fuck happened in your fights? This is asinine. This is so frustrating to me, you know? Cause these fighters, man, they bust their ass and you can't even get people to know that they're fighting? Pathetic. Your, your role as a promoter is to promote. If nobody knows who your fighters are, that's your goddamn fault. You're a shitty promoter, seriously. You're an absolute shitty promoter. If you have guys who are winning and they're undefeated and they're kicking ass and nobody knows who they are, it's your fault as a promoter. You suck. You suck balls at promoting. Maybe you should do something else. But you see here, you know, and, and this is this is kind of new. Like I, I haven't been able to find this. Like when you when you Google something, like you should be able to put the most simplest stuff in and everything comes up. UFC, you put UFC in Google. And boom, something like this pops up. And you can scroll to the next fights, the next fights. So this one's this one's cool because yeah, you can kind of do that too. I can go up uh I can go up here, right? And they have a scroll, and I can scroll through all these. <laughs> I, I I get lost trying to find stuff on Bellator's website and stuff. It's it's sad. It's sad. Uh, but let's let's cover the fights. Let's talk about the fights. All right. We have um, and man, I, I started watching, um, at the Franklin Golm fight. 
uh, because I didn't know the fights were going on. I didn't know they were on Friday. I, I, I didn't know. And I missed the first fights. And the only reason I even caught the fights was because uh, Romero Cotton uh, was fighting. And that's an AKA guy. He's fighting uh, Dalton Rasta. Both were 6-0 and going into that fight. They should have been a heavily promoted fight. These are up-and-comers. And this is also really stupid that they had two guys that were 6-0 and fight. It's retarded. It's absolutely retarded. These are developmental guys. You, you should be pushing these guys to get them 10-12-0 before you start making them fight other future champs. This is retarded matchmaking. Stupidity. You, they blew it. They blew a great opportunity to promote these guys and push them forward and make a lot of money. But guess what? They don't care because they just crank through the bodies. They just want to put fights out. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They want the easy money. <clears throat> That's infuriating. But that was a tough fight. That never should have happened. This should have, that fight should have happened six fights from now from each of them because they're both tough as hell. They're both up-and-comers. They they're 6-0 and each. So stupid. So stupid. Um, but yeah, I caught, um, the finishing sequence, uh, Dalton finished, uh, Cotton Romero in the third round, about 38 seconds. He had a nice Superman punch to a, a, a combination finish. It was, it was, it was skillful. It was good. And, uh, I caught that on my Instagram. I caught that on my Instagram. If I wouldn't have caught that on my Instagram, if I wouldn't have been addicted to checking my Instagram, uh, I wouldn't even known that the fights were going on. I would have missed them. So once I saw that, I hurriedly got online and caught the um, Franklin uh, Golm fight, and that was tremendous. It was a tremendous fight. Uh, Davion Franklin and Marcelo Golm. Um, it was a little bit slow paced because they kind of got tired, but uh, there were some huge slams by Franklin. Um, Golem just kept pressing, kept pressing, ended up uh, getting the finish late in the third round, man, late in the third round. And it, it could have been possible if he wouldn't have got that uh, rear naked choke, he might have lost that fight. That was it was great. It was a good uh, good fight, really entertaining. Check it out if you get a chance to watch a replay. Um, those are both guys that are going to be fun to watch uh, in the future. But again – Stupid matchmaking. I think really stupid matchmaking. Franklin was five and zero oh at the time going into that fight, and Golem was nine and three. Like, why? Why are you having a guy with? Don't don't make your guys. Don't make your up and coming guys fight killers until they got at least ten fights. Like you, they need the experience. They need the experience, man. You need it. You need to. You need to have that experience before you get really pushed into like super hard top tier level fights but promoters don't care man they want the quick buck next fight was the uh lorenz larkin and uh muhammad berkamov fight and that had a lot of potential to be really good and have a lot of fireworks but there was a uh incidental headbutt not headbutt elbow elbow to the back of the head which is bullshit <laughs> Quite honestly, he intended, he threw the elbow intending to hit the guy in the head and he hit him in the back of the head. I'm sorry. I think that's a DQ. I clearly think that was a DQ. Um, whether or not it was viciously intentional, like I really want to hurt this guy by hitting him in the back of the head, 
versus oops i accidentally did it but like you still you still can't do it you still can't haphazardly elbow and hit somebody back of the head and let it be i don't think it's a no contest but i think the promoter calls it a no contest because when it's a no contest neither fighter gets the win bonus neither fighter gets the win bonus so if these guys were making 30 and 30 25 and 25 50 and 50 whatever the promotion ends up saving that 50 grand or that 30 grand that they would have had to pay the winner. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. There's a lot of bullshit things that should have been DQs that aren't called DQs. It's all about saving money. Promoters don't want to pay. <sighs> and that could, that could have been a really great fight. You know, Larkin's one of those guys that he's just, he could be really tough, but I don't, I don't know why, you know, 24 and seven. Um, he's beat really good guys. He's fought really big names. I don't know why he's like failed to launch into like the higher stratosphere of fighters. I don't know. And maybe it's because he, he keeps having incidents like this. I'm not, I'm not sure. What is this? Oh, we got some stupid commercial. I was hearing nonsense and it turned out like Sean O'Malley's blabbing in the corner over here. Uh, and then we get into uh, Usman, Usman Nurmagomedov with uh, Chris Gonzalez. Okay, 15 and 0 against a 7 and 2, well, 7 and 1 at the time, uh, 14 and 0. Um, decent matchup. Um, he's tough, man. Usman's tough. He's good. He's got great kicks, fluid kicks. He doesn't necessarily fight like his cousin, but he's got he's got great skills, good striking, good good, good throws from, from the combat sambo. And the transitions, man, he he hit that little takedown. And when uh, Gonzalez posted to, like, come up, he already started chasing that neck. And he had that choke hand in the great position for when um, they started coming up to the feet. And he just transitioned that other hand from the underhook to, to the choke hand. It was beautiful. It was a very nice sequence. Very good. Um uh, Sydney Outlaw by uh, Musayev, Musayev, Tafik, Tafik Musayev. I hope I'm saying that right. Tafik. Um, that was nasty. He had a he had a that was a nasty punch, man. Twenty seven knockout, twenty seven second knockout in the first round. Fantastic. Uh, and then let's get into the um. The main event, the Lima Jackson. And this was the most frustrating fight, not because of what was happening in the ring, but because of the dumbass announcers. Dumbass announcers. Are you kidding me? Douglas Lima laid on his back in closed guard, hugging the guy the entire freaking fight. Barely did anything, but all any of the announcers could do the entire time was criticize Jackson. Criticized Jackson and praised Lima for doing nothing. Absolutely mind-boggling, right? Lima's a great fighter. All respect to him. I'm not. I'm not bashing on him. I'm bashing on the announcers, like throating him for what? Closing his guard and holding guy down, hoping he gets stood up. Jackson is not to blame. When the guy on bottom, and I'm going to go over this a few times. These are a bunch of fights like this from multiple organizations saying this bullshit. If the guy on bottom isn't doing shit but keeping his guard closed and hugging, he's stalling. 
He is stalling the fight. It's not the top guy who's doing work and throwing punches. It's the bottom guy's fault. If the bottom guy opens up, tries to sweep, tries to escape, tries to stand up, tries to submit, it opens him up to submissions and ground and pound. If he lays on his back, does nothing and hugs, it's boring ass fight. It's the bottom guy's fault. Takes two guys to tangle, but they always side with the striker. Always side with the striker. It's it's just gross. It's gross. It's pathetic. Oh, he laid on his back for 25 minutes, not doing a goddamn thing. But Jackson should have done more to finish. Jackson should have tried harder. Fuck out of here. Fucking bullshit. Absolute bullshit. You're a cocksucker. If that's your mindset, you're stupid. You're a stupid human being. Big, stupid fuck. <laughs> Big, stupid fucktard. I'm so tired. I'm so nice. I've been nice for a long time. Because I'm like, ah, where are these people? They're nice people. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Like, I'm tired of it. It's fucking retarded. It is retarded. Oh, my God. This guy who's laying on his back doing nothing for 25 minutes. What a great, what a great fighter. Too bad the guy on top didn't do more. Oh, oh, too bad. Like, his, his career is just not going to take off because he's not doing enough on top. But that guy laying on his ass doing nothing, that guy is so great. Oh, my God. He did, like... It was not even 10 seconds. It was less than 10 seconds. There was like a 10-second if scramble where, where Lima maybe almost hit 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 Jackson from his from the back, from his back. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, look at the action from look at the action from Lima. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. He did five fucking seconds of work. Oh my God. How fucking amazing. It's great. Fuck out of here, you fucking retards. Jesus Christ. It's so frustrating. Like, we can't. That's one of the reasons why I like Bare Knuckles so much. Chris Lytle's awesome. Those guys, they just say what's happening. That's all I want. That's all I want. Don't try to fucking control the narrative of the fight and tell people how to think about it. No, like, just say, oh, wow, here, oh, Lima's not doing anything. That's enough. <laughs> Lima's not doing anything. Too bad, too bad, uh, you know, Jackson isn't able to, to posture and do more because Lima's not doing anything. Say what's happening. We don't need your bullshit with, oh, you know, he's just not going to make it if he doesn't do more. But the guy on bottom who's closed guard and hugging and doing nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's great. <laughs> it's just fucking retarded, dude. It's so dumb. Am I the only one? Any of you feel that same way? Is it just me? Really? Is it just me? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm fired up tonight, mother grabbers. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Because it kept happening. It wasn't just that fight. That was one of them. That started getting me fired up. And I'm watching the fights with my uh, my girl. And she's saying the same th thing. She was, she was saying that. She's like, oh, my God. Like, this is boring. Like, he's not doing anything. Why isn't he doing anything? Why, are they, why do they keep... Why do they keep praising the guy on bottom not doing nothing why why are they criticizing the guy on top like <laughs> it's a non-professional female saying this shit guys she can see it we need the yellow card we need the yellow card we need the yellow card i'll say it again we need the yellow card if you're on bottom and you're not doing a goddamn thing and your guards closed you're not trying to escape you're not trying to sweep you're not trying to submit 
You're not trying to do any of those three fucking things. You're stalling. You should get a point deduction. One, one or the other, right? It should either point deduction or, or purse deductions. You should either have a point taken away from you for stalling, or you should have a part of your, your piece of your purse taken away from you. If you're laying there with your guard closed and you're hugging the guy and you're not trying to escape, you're not trying to sweep, you're not trying to uh, submit, you're just laying there, hugging, hoping that the, the ref stands you up, you should get a yellow card. You get warned in the back about stalling. You get warned out there. Stand them up. I'm fine with it. But you lose a point or you lose uh, a per percentage of your purse. You should either lose a point or a percentage of your purse every time the ref has to stand you up because you're a boring ass laying on your back. Pussy. Stand up and fight. I'm so sick of these pussies. You are. You're pussies. Uh, you, you took me down again? Ugh, I don't want to have to fight on my back and get up. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> All right? You're an absolute bitch. Save me, ref. Save me, judges. I don't want to get elbowed in the face, so I'm just going to hug. Get up. Fight to your feet. <laughs> right? Earn the win. Okay, that was Bellator. <laughs> That's fire me up. Uh, Jason Jackson, though, is is looking good, man. He's 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 a tough wrestler, coming straight forward, fights hard, um, a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah, you know, he could have put Lima's in the his head in the fence a little bit. He could have postured up a little bit more. There are things he could definitely have improved on and increased. Uh, you know, the damage and stuff he was doing, but. Like what he could have done or what he could have changed was tiny compared to what the other guy should have been doing to, to make the fight happen. But yeah, it is what it is. It's it's a it's pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling, guys. It's all about entertainment. No one gives a shit. Uh, the the promoters want control, and it's easier to control people when they get knocked out every other fight. Just, just what it is. Then let's go, let's go into the UFC. Let's get into the UFC stuff. All right, we'll go chronological order with these things because um, that's what I want to do. And I quite honestly, I kind of like the bare knuckle, so we're gonna let that go last. Uh, as far as the uh, UFC, I did not catch all of the fights. Um, I got in there around uh, the Herbert Nelson fight, which um, I didn't see. No, I guess I did. I watched all the fights. I saw the Silva and Dolby, but those didn't stand out. The first first three fights were decisions. You know, I could have fast forward through them. Um, Mokev, right? Muhammad Mokev. This kid uh, fought Johnson, Charles Johnson. He's he's a beast. He's really good. He's tough. He he does need to um, figure out a way to get those finishes though. Not because he's not good, but because he's going to get shafted. He's going to get shafted by these dumbasses who keep pushing this. Like the guy laying on the bottom doing nothing is is the real hero um, narratives. Mokiev uh, was talking shit about uh, Patty Patty Piglet <laughs> Patty Pimple Dick. What do you Patty? Patty Patty, whatever, um, about him not being a good role model or whatever. But Muhammad, he's tough. Mokev is tough, and he's going to beat a lot of guys, but they're going to make it miserable for him because he's not their typical brand of entertainment. 
He's not pushing the pro wrestling thing. He doesn't want to make an ass of himself. So he's going to have a hard time. You know, he's going to have to be content with just fighting hard, winning fights and having his wages suppressed and not getting title shots. That's just the way it is. <clears throat> We've got uh, a Makani and uh, Pierce. TKO round two. Pierce, um, Nathaniel Wood, the win over Rosa. Here was another fight. All right, Mark, uh, Diakis, Diakis, am I, I'm probably butchering it a lot. Diakis, um, and uh, Demir Hadzavak had a good fight, and it was a little bit similar to the Jackson fight where I don't think his opponent, I don't think Demir did shit. He just laid on his back, tried to stand up here and there, not very hard, wasn't putting much effort into getting away, wasn't putting much effort into creating space. Uh, Mark took him down, controlled him, beat him up, but they shit on him the entire time. Oh, he's not going to get very far if he doesn't turn things up, blah, 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 blah. I'm so sick of this popularity contest bullshit. It's a fight. We want to see who's the best actually at fighting. Best at fighting. Not our most entertaining. Who's got the most followers on Twitter? Who's got the most followers on Instagram? <sighs> Retarded, man. I'm so it makes me so irritated. That that's what like we have to deal with these pro wrestling fans, basically, is what they are. Uh, Klein and Jones. This was a great fight. Mason Jones and uh, Ludwig, Ludovic, Ludovic, Klein. Absolutely um, impressive performance by Klein. Okay, this guy was punching hard and fast. He's a beast, absolute beast. But if you were watching the fights and listening to the commentators, you would never have heard that. <laughs> you would have never heard that. No one ever would have fucking said anything. None of them said anything about that guy being tough or doing anything. Everything in that fight came from the perspective of how it was affecting Mason Jones or what Mason Jones was doing. I, I should have got a clicker out. One of you guys, if you got time, watch that fight by, watch that fight back and, and do a clicker. Every time they say Klein's name, every time they say Mason Jones's name, even though Klein was taking it to him, beating his ass the whole time, they just kept sucking Jones's dick. I don't even know the guy. I don't know disrespect, whatever. But he got worked. And all they did was talk about <laughs> the guy who got worked the whole time. They gave no praise to the Klein dude. It's like clear favorites. It's 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 pro wrestling, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Am I am I the only one? Did you guys get that? Did you guys taste you guys taste <laughs> feel that in any way? Like, I don't know. It's it's frustrating to me. It's like somebody's doing something awesome, and they're just talking about the other guy. It's like pitchers throwing a no-hitter, and all they're doing is talking about, oh, well, you know, those pitchers aren't really that good. And, uh, and uh, you know, this guy has this batting average and this and this. Guy. But, the, you know, the sun's kind of in his eyes, so you got to kind of give him, a, you know, a, a pass on striking out again. It's just, Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. 
<clears throat> Tyler Durden is asking me. Uh, I'm drinking a bit of white wine and eating rare tuna tonight. What's the glass fitch? Uh, I, I had a little, I got a little Pilsner, a little Pilsner, a little Trumer. These are, these are pretty good. If anybody wants to sponsor me, he's pretty good. These little Pilsner bad boys. Is this Trumer? Trumer pills. They're good. They're good. Got to take my pills. Uh, but I also have a, uh, an Irish mule in the waiting. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. That's a great summer drink, guys. I'm telling you. Irish mules. Ooh, tasty. Had some steak and taquitos for dinner just a little bit ago. Cooked some amazing steak in my air fryer. Check out my Instagram. I've made a reel about it. This that thing is amazing, dude. I'm amazed. That's gonna revolutionize the way they build kitchens. You don't need that big ass stove anymore. You just don't. It's a waste of space. I don't. I'm not cooking fucking 25 pound turkeys. Like, what do I need that giant stove for? I got this little box air fryer. Cooks everything I need in like 20 minutes, 22 minutes. It's crazy. Oh. James tuning in says, absolutely. It's the fighter's responsibility to get up from bottom, go for sweep or submission. Top fighter has to stay active as well. Yeah, you yellow card to the top guy also. If he's not throwing punches, you know, if he's not throwing elbows, if he's not doing work, I get it. Like there are instances 100% where the guy on top is doing nothing. But like, I was still like in the top five of like most punches landed in UFC history. So suck my balls about taking people down, not doing shit. Fuck you. That's the, they're boring ass, boring ass bottom, boring ass bottoms. <laughs> Air fryers are very handy. Uh, not really, not really. Um, Exigent News is saying the only thing about air fryers is they use hot air as opposed to radiated heat like normal ovens, so their cooking is much more uh, surface. Um, the air fryer is not that far off from the convection convection oven, all right? So the convection oven and the air moving actually cooks things better. That that circulating heat gets deeper into what you're cooking than the radiated heat does so the radi radiated heat could you could still have cold places in your steak or whatever you're cooking because the radiated heat does not get uh around and access everything as much as that circulating air does so that's it's actually not factual Make a good roast. If you're gonna make a good roast, you need a, a crock pot. Roast go in crock pots, not ovens. Hmm, okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's get back. Did I? That was the undercard, UFC undercard. So let's get to the main card, because these were some good fights. Uh, Paul Craig and Odzman or Vulcan Odzmir. Uh, Craig's tough. He fought pretty good. 
I don't know about the, you know, pulling guard and making things happen. I have no problem with that. Shooting in, trying to force the thing. But Vulcan, man, you can't just let guys off the hook. If he pulls guard, he's on bottom. You have to punish him. You have to punish him. Leg kick him. Grab his feet. Kick the crap out of him. Make him fight up to his feet. Don't don't waste time standing over him for a few seconds and then back up and then the ref stands him up. You're wasting time. You're giving him a break to rest. You you got to go ham and just kick them legs, man. Bust them up. Make him regret being on the bottom like that. He won't pull guard anymore. Uh, then we have the uh, meatball meatball Molly McCann, Hannah Hannah Goldie. This was not a good showing at all for Goldie. She didn't look great at all. Um, McCann with a great finish. Can't 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 take that away from her. That was a great uh you know, went for the spinning elbow. Uh did did work. She went after it. Props, much props. Next fight. Nikita Krylov and Gustason. Krylov is a monster. He's a monster. He just he lost to uh who lost? He lost to Craig recently. Did he lose to Craig recently? He got triangled, wasn't he? He took Craig down, was beating him up bad, and then got triangled. That's uh, that's one I think he could probably get back. He could probably get back, but that that's uh, an exciting fight for the future. Gustafson, just man, it's it sucks to see a great fighter kind of lose his chin, you know. But uh, it is what it is, man. There's only you can only take so many punches. You only got so many punches. You have to look at your chin as like a piece of granite, and every time you get hit with a good shot, it's it's a it's a Michelangelo is like going boop and <laughs> taking a big chunk off. Boop. After a while, you got you got no granite left, right? And the uh, lights go off easy, right? Lights go off easy. Um, um, exigent news said I'll look into it. Hey, look at uh, go to my website. I got a I got a a blog I wrote about a convection oven because I was using convection oven a lot, and people kept telling me about air fryer, air fryer, air fryer, and then um, I put it off until I cracked my bowl thing for the convection oven. So I was like, oh, I kind of need to replace this. This is getting a little dangerous. It might it might break when I'm washing it because it's kind of big and it's thick glass and whatever. And um, it was only like a hundred bucks. The air fryer was only like a hundred bucks at Costco. So I checked it out. And after using it for a while, it, it kind of is the same thing to me. It seems similar. They're using heated air to circulate things. So I feel like they just renamed it convection oven to air fryer, but whatever. But then again, my, I don't know if my convection oven ever got as hot as that 400 degrees you can get 400 degrees on that air fryer uh roxy was asking me about uh craig right what do you think of craig losing 30 27 for pulling guard the entire fight he was not active enough did he lose the fight was that oh he did wow hmm i don't know man I don't know. I might have to watch that one again because it seemed like Craig was pressing a lot, but he might have been getting hit 
with bigger shots than I was really paying attention to, you know, and, and the new, and the new rules since 2017 put an emphasis on not damage. Don't let people say damage because that's bullshit. It's not damage. It's the wrong contents or the wrong word to use because you can't, you can't, you can't, it's not like across the board for everybody doesn't see damage is the same, but what they what the rules say is that you're supposed to award the fight the guy whose techniques are are pushing towards the finish more right the guy who's trying to finish more uh you know so if if you take a guy down with a double leg okay if you take a guy down with a double leg and you slam him hard and his head hits the ground you get more credit for the big slam than just a normal takedown right because the big slam could finish the fight Right. The, the term di- damage is, is, is not good. It's not good. It's not clear enough. And uh, yeah, Ozemir may, may have been landing bigger shots. I honestly, I didn't even know he won that fight. I thought Craig won the fight. I had to double check. I just went back and checked. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really know. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, Krylov, Gustafson. Krylov's tough, man. He's really tough. Be interesting to see uh, what's next. Maybe I'll give him Ozmir. That'd be good. Then we had Patty, Patty Pimblet, the new favorite, the new UFC favorite, the guy they're trying to push as hard as they as they can. Everything they say about him, everything is like, oh my god, he's so amazing. They're like, we've never seen a crowd like this ever before, and they showed the crowd, and everybody's just like standing around, <laughs> like nobody was cheering. Like, it's just, I don't know, it feels so dystopian. Like, this, it's, it's I don't know, man. I feel like the press secretary is telling me something that Joe Biden was explaining about why inflation or whatever and everything else isn't his fault. Just, like, straight-up propaganda and lies. <laughs> but, um, you know, he didn't really do much until the very end give him credit jordan levitt is is tough fighter i feel that he he lacks that killer like thing that blood in the water killer instinct a little bit and um like he kind of kind of folded he took he did take a little knee um before the the, you know as part of the beginning of the finishing sequence you know uh patty patty got that head and arm type of position across the back levitt didn't adjust he sat there, and then he got need, and then downhill from there. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Patty fight somebody a little bit more legit. Nineteen and three, he's had a lot of fights. Um, new to the UFC, but he still had a lot of fights. It's time to give him somebody, somebody more real. See what's up with that. See how that goes. Two more fights. All right, Jake Hermanson and Chris Curtis. I was really rooting and uh, for Chris Curtis. You know, he's he's been working a long time, slugging away, trying to get there. Doesn't get a lot of love from the promoters. Um, but Hermanson looked great. He used distance. He used range. He used his length. He had great kicks, and and Curtis was just frustrated. I mean, ten days notice. He didn't have enough time to uh prepare really darren till was supposed to to fight um but when you fight a guy like her her manson was fighting 
you can't allow lateral movement like he was using so much. You have to throw the leg kicks. You have to get your leg kicks involved. Because when that guy's moving quickly laterally like he was, he can't check. He cannot check well successfully. And if you can chop the legs every time he circles up, bop, it's low risk because you're, you're, you're moving away. Your head's getting out of range. He's moving, can't really check. He's moving so he can't plant and throw. It, it's a great technique. But if you're not using it, like you just chase, you just chase, you just chase. And that's what he did. Chase the whole fight, and every time he got into range, he got peppered with something. So when you're fighting a guy like Hermanson was fighting, you got to chop the legs, stop his lateral movement. Okay, that slows him down. He starts staying in place. Once he starts staying in place, you have to use feints. You have to feint because when he feints, the, the opponent throws to hit him, right? Because he's feinting coming into range and then pulling out again fainting coming out he doesn't know if he's throwing a punch or whatever when you're doing that now hermanson's throwing at nothing and it gives you an opportunity to slip and move into range to do damage now you can punch now you can kick and me now you can clinch now you can hit the takedown but yeah man chris curtis just was not getting it done he was not getting it done he just walked forward walked forward chased 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 every time he got into range um, not even his range because he was shorter, not along his reach. Hermanson's range, as soon as he got into Hermanson's range, kick, punch. And then Jack was uh, changing up the attacks. So it wasn't even that regular. I don't even know if he needed to do that, honestly. I think Hermanson probably could have picked the pace up with the kicks and stuff and pressed Curtis a little bit and got the finish. But 10-day notice, switching opponents, it can throw you, man. It can throw you. Um, you know, I was supposed to fight Thiago Alves that, you know, our first rematch and, and he had the brain thing or whatever and couldn't fight. And I ended up fighting somebody else and any other night I would have fought that guy. I would have, I would have knocked him out or I would have submitted him. I would have finished him, but because I'm switching opponents three days out, you know, I, uh, didn't get the job done on that level. And the final, Blades and uh, final fight, Curtis Blades, Tom Aspinall. This was another wah, 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 which sucks because uh, Blades is looking great, man. He's looking great and looking like, um, you know, he might be the man. He might be the man. I feel like he could beat a lot of guys at, at heavyweight. Uh, keeps getting better. He's tough. I, I don't know. Maybe. But it sucked that he didn't get a showcase highlight, you know, finish or fight with this. He was, I feel like he was doing damage. I think he was going to definitely win that fight. Um, I feel the injury could have happened because he hit him. He hit him hard and he stepped back and, and didn't plant his foot right. Knee gave out. The other theory there is that once again, these fighters are so underpaid, right? These fighters are so underpaid that. Tom Aspinall fought injured. He fought with something already broken because they're so underpaid. And the fighters do not have that luxury of saying, oh, this isn't best for me long term. This isn't best for my career. This isn't best for me financially. I got to pull out. They, they don't have that freedom. You cannot do that. 
you do not have that freedom. You are forced to fight because they will fuck your career. If you, if you pull out, if you, if you turn and say, no, I can't do this or whatever, they will screw you over and make it miserable for you. You might not like this fight, but you'll hate the next one. That's the kind of attitude that they use all the time. And once again, man, we get robbed of a main event because these guys can't keep themselves healthy because they're having probably 60% of their revenue stolen from them by the promoter. Stolen, okay? Prices keep going up for you, the fans. Pay stays the same. Percentage of pay from the money made goes down for the fighters. You're okay with that, people? You're really okay with that? You're a dumbass if you are. You're retarded. Oh, I love Dana. I want him to have billions of dollars, but fuck the fighters. You're a loser. That's your mindset. You're a loser, man. Fuck off. All right, guys. Yeah, that wasn't good. That wasn't good. Sal was saying, flipping the middle finger to Jack, classless. It was. I think they made up afterwards. It was 100% his fault. Like, it's it's like you're playing video games with somebody and they just keep doing the same move and they beat you. They didn't cheat. They didn't do anything wrong. You're the dumbass that couldn't stop it. That That's your fault. It's your fault. Okay? You, you didn't know how to block it? Mm, sorry, tough. It's you. It's not their fault. Hey, that's no fair, man. He kept staying out of range and kicking me. That's cheating. <laughs> the guy keeps submitting me, man. That's bullshit. <laughs> You're not supposed to choke me like that. You don't you don't punch me like that. You you don't kick me like that. You do it like this. This is the only acceptable way to do it. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Saunders. I don't know why I drew a blank. I lose my mind sometimes. It's in there, but the info can't be found. Nick Nelson saying I canceled my UFC fight pass subscription. The money's not going to the fighters. Might as well steal it. So Nick says, I am totally disgusted with what is going on in the UFC right now. It's gross, man. It's even grosser when the fighters like kiss ass and stick up for him. Oh, I love it. I love it when Dana bends me over. I love it when he steals 60% of my money. It's awesome. I love making $1 million instead of $15 million. It's awesome. He's my friend. Oh, sure he is. Yeah, it's it's never a good idea to complain, man. They're not breaking a rule. Like you got to make. They're using a strategy. You don't like the strategy. You don't get to cry about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe he did something that's perfectly legal. Oh my god, that's unbelievable. I can't believe that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Then 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 then. We have bare knuckles, right? The bare bloody knuckles. And man, 
I'm digging these fights. I can watch these fights without the sound turned off because Chris Lytle is pleasant to listen to. I like listening to Chris Lytle. He's not a cocksucker. Right? He's not sucking any of these guys off. He keeps it real. He says what's happening in, in the fight. He's saying what happened before. He's not pushing an agenda. Him and the other announcers, they're 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 saying these guys' names equal amounts of times. You know, they're giving them praise when they do something good. They're saying something bad when they do something bad. They're being real. I love that. That's great. Okay, because fighting is supposed to be real. It's one of the reasons why I got into fighting. It's one of the reasons I loved it so much. Because it was the realest thing around. Everything else felt like a lie and bullshit. And I got into fighting because it felt real. And it was real for a long time until the monopolization closed its circle. There are some really great fights um, that night. I got the I got the card here up on the screen for you guys. Um, I started watching around the uh, Rouge Martinez, whatever the little guys. That was a great great fight. They were scrapping hard. Um, Williams Walters, good fight. William Williams uh, made quick work. I believe it was quick work. Um, they did not. They don't put the times or finishes on here, fortunately. Uh, Morris Allen was a uh, good fight. It was fun. Um, I liked all of them. Uh, uh, the show for Sanchez. This was this was a good heavyweight fight. Very exciting. But you know, hands down, best fight of the night. Uh, best fight of the weekend. I will say best fight of the weekend. Um, one hundred percent was Riley versus Corson. Riley versus Corson. And if uh, if you squint a little bit, it looks like um, Kevin Hart versus uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. A little bit. If you, if you squint. <laughs> right? If you squint these two guys, you might see it. Tell me if you guys see it. Tell me, tell me in the chat if you guys see that. But I saw I see that. <laughs> I can't unsee it. They look like it looks like yeah, man. <laughs> um, Tyler Durden's a stupid name is saying uh, Cowboy is doing pretty good financially speaking. He comes from a rich family. He was he always had money. They were already rich. That's why he doesn't care about how they screw him over financially. He, yeah, they have like they have, they've always had money. You know, he didn't need he didn't need the UFC to be a millionaire. I don't think. I think his family had money, big ranches and stuff like that. <clears throat> so Dana has his guys one hundred percent. They have their guys, and and they use their guys, um, and they give them rewards after they're done fighting. If you if you're a good boy when you're fighting, we'll give you some kind of reward. You'll get you'll get a commentating job. You'll get whatever. And people see that and they know it. So they keep their mouth shut and they're just like hoping maybe, maybe just maybe I'll get a job too. Maybe, maybe he'll give me something to do. So I'll, I'll just take it in the ass. Maybe he'll use lube. If I'm a good boy, if I'm a good company man, maybe he'll use lube when he rapes me. Uh, but yeah, um, Mundell looked great. 
what was the weight here? 185 pounds. Okay. Lindell looked really good. Um, the Warren Escoboza was a pretty good fight. Not complaining. The main event um, kind of sucked because it had to go to a uh, an early like stoppage finish, whatever thing, because there was a uh, incidental incidental eye poke. Was that what it was? I wish they had that up on here too. But yeah, I remember there was some kind of shenanigans. But all in all, bare knuckle. It's a fun event. I, I dug it. It was it was cool. Uh, we have a, have a comment over here on Rockfin saying that they loved how Pride did the yellow cards. Yeah, it was awesome. I think we need to bring her back, man, 100%. Uh, another comment. I can't really see these. Eric uh, over here at Rockfin is saying that uh, Patty is a good dude. But, yeah, they're hyping him. He keeps his chin high and takes a lot of damage. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about him. I just get sick and tired of the fellating from the promoter. You know, like, let the guy earn it. Let the guy earn it. Don't just say the shit. Danny, yeah, Danny saw it. Kevin Hart versus <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Shoot, you're right. He does look like Jake Gyllenhaal. The other guy, oh, I took it off already. The other uh, guy that fought, I'll show you here if you guys can see this. Oh, I forgot, I forgot his name. What's his name? The uh, the guy from Drive? Oh, well, whatever. It's not important. I can't remember his name right now. But, uh the, the, the one of the other fights looked like somebody. Um, what is your opinion about Dana putting Nate out to pasture against Chimyev at Sal? Hey, typical. It's typical bullshit that they pull. Like they want to embarrass you and discredit you on the way out. They want to destroy your career on the way out. They want to make sure that you can't go somewhere else and make money. They want to make sure that their competitors cannot profit off of you. So they will do whatever they can to discredit you and try to get everybody to hate you. They will try to ruin your career, ruin your post-fighting career. They will do whatever they can. They're vengeful little pricks, dude. Absolutely horrible human beings. All right. That's the MMA part. Good fights. It was fun. Fun weekend, I think. So let's get into some science, guys. I'm going to get into some science. And, um, you know, I got to encourage you guys to, to work out. I try to encourage you guys to work out all the time. I learned to fight videos are there to, to inspire you guys to learn some fighting and self-defense techniques. I've got uh, fitness courses and stuff on my gum road. You know, check the description. You guys can catch all that stuff. My, my, my strength uh, course that I just came out with, I'm putting a package deal together. Okay. It's important. It's really important. Um, not just because I don't want to look at your fat girl's body, but because your health and your mental health are better. Okay. The amount of money wasted on, on, uh, excuse me, healthcare in this country is, is, is directly related to the fact that most people are very unhealthy and eat shitty food. Um, 
and they've been lied to by corporations, pharmacies, doctors, everybody about just take the pill, just take the pill. The pill's the way to do it. Take the pill, then you'll feel better. Two big studies done recently about depression and uh, mental health. Okay. Um, let's go into this one first. This one is, I'll show it to you, share you here about exercise. And they did a study comparing um, pharmacy drugs, right? Giving somebody drugs for their depression, um, giving them placebos, and then giving them exercise. And they did a study on which things did better, how the guys, how people improved themselves. Okay. The objective of this was uh, to assess whether patients receiving aerobic exercise training performed either at home or in supervised group setting achieve reductions in depression comparable to standard antidepressant medication. Sertraline is the specific one they're talking about here. And greater reductions in depression compared to placebo controls. Okay, the methods between October 2000, November 2005, so five-year study, we performed a Prospective randomized controlled trial, SMILE study, with allocation, concealment, and blinded outcome assessment in a tertiary care teaching hospital. A total of 202 adults, 153 women, and 59 men diagnosed with major depression were assigned randomly to one of four conditions. Supervised exercise in a group setting, home-based exercise, antidepressant medication, sertraline 500 to 200 milligrams daily, or placebo pill for 16 weeks. Patients underwent the structured clinical interview for depression and completed the Hamilton Depression Rating Scale. The results, here are the results. After four months of treatment, 41% of participants achieved remission defined as no longer meeting the criteria for major depressive disorder, MDD, and have a HAMD score of less than eight, negative eight, or nine, less than eight, yeah. Patients receiving active treatments tended to have higher remission rates than the placebo controls. Supervised exercise, 45%, home-based exercise, 40%, medication, 47%, placebo, 31%. All treatments groups had lower HAMD scores after treatment. Scores for the active treatment groups were not significantly different from the placebo group. Okay, so in conclusions real quick, and I'll give you my <laughs> opinion on this, right? The efficacy of exercise in patients seems generally comparable with patients receiving antidepressant medication, and both tend to be better than the placebo in patients with MDD. Placebo response rates were high suggesting that considerable portion of the therapeutic response is determined by patient expectations, ongoing symptom monitoring, attention, and other nonspecific factors. All right. So what that tells me, what that tells me is you have 31% improvement over placebo. Those people are... 31% better, 31% because, or 31% of them improved because placebo. They were told they were given something that would make them better. And just, just thinking that that thing was going to make them better made them better. 
why are we giving why are we giving these things out to anybody why why wouldn't the first thing they do is give you placebo then oh i'm depressed well here take this this will help it's a tic tac <laughs> don't tell them it's a tic tac but then those they're healed okay a lot of these disorders are made up in your own mind and you put yourself through it that's what that tells me that's what that tells me a big part next is that uh the exercise was almost as effective right 40 40 41 percent to 47 percent with the medicine why take the medicine at all it's not that much more effective and you're putting a gross chemical in your body that who knows what what side effects it has you're telling me that you can get results from placebos and exercises then why the hell are we doing anything with pills at all sounds retarded to me sounds really dumb it's like, oh, hey, you could exercise and improve yourself with your diet, and that will help. No, I want a pill. I'm a lazy douchebag. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay down and feel sad and take pills. Like, get to work. Nothing's easy. Yeah, we'll get to the serotonin stuff in a second. That's the next study, okay? So right there, exercising is ad... Um, Exercise is as effective, pretty much as effective as the drug. So why the hell are we taking the drug at all? There's no good explanation for that. You're lazy. Laziness? No, it, really it's profit. It's because they can lie to people, convince them they need the pill, and they make a lot of money off of it. Scam, scam science, scam medicine, man. All right, let's do this next one. This is a good one, too. We talked about this a little bit on, on Rule Zero on Saturday. Boom, boom, boom. A decisive blow to the serotonin hypothesis of depression. Okay. Now, this, you got you to gotta listen to this, especially, because this is kind of... It's not shocking, but it's it's gross, right? <clears throat> this says from Psychology Today. Almost as soon as it was floated in 1965 by Harvard psychiatrist Joseph Schildkrat, shit crotch, whatever, the serotonin hypothesis of depression reduced and simplified by pharma marketing to the chemical imbalance theory of depression and anxiety has been subject to critical research and found wanting. This is before this study too. This is like initially when this hypothesis, this theory was first presented, when it was first presented, it was found wanting. It had not that much support. Not that many people believed in it. Science did not support it overwhelmingly at all. It was marketing. They marketed their way into this. Think about all of the healthcare bullshit that's been going on since 1965 around this chemical imbalance bullshit. How many people have they fucking murdered? How many people have they murdered with their bullshit drugs that don't work because of a, a bullshit hypothesis that was found wanting originally in 1965? Lawsuits, mother grabbers. How, how is this not... I mean, we may, we may just need to go straight Sri Lankan 
uh, on these people and uh, go to their houses. That's I think that's really what we need to do. Uh, the poor standing of the hypothesis in the scientific literature, however, barely dented its afterlife in textbooks across clinical and treatment settings and on mental health apps and websites, nor has it dispelled the continued use of the phrases as shorthand between doctors and patients in everyday settings, including for quite different mental states and conditions. They just use it for everything. Chemical imbalance, chemical imbalance, chemical imbalance. Guess what? It's bullshit. It's not true. There's no such thing. Tom Cruise was right. Tom Cruise told Matt Lauer a long time ago, discredited gross person Matt Lauer. He's like a rapist, isn't he? He got fired. These are the people that like tell you how to how to do things and what you're supposed to do and how to live. Matt Lauer. People are gross. All right, and then I'm going to cut to present day. A major new review of the research. The first of its kind, exhaustively reviewing the evidence. Published today in the journal Molecular Psychology. Found there is no evidence of a connection between reduced serotonin levels or activity and depression. One more time. Found there is no evidence of a connection between reduced serotonin levels or activity and depression. You guys got it? You guys got that? Zero. Zero. If you had some piece of shit assign you to these, these drugs, sue. Sue them. Okay. Their heads need to roll for this bullshit. How many people have they killed? Seriously. How many people have they messed up because of the shit that gets in the water supply because you can't, you can't filter it out afterwards? They've poisoned America since 1965 with this bullshit. It's gross. This is so gross. These are the same people who want to inject you with the boop boop for fucking cold symptoms. The peer-reviewed umbrella review representing one of the highest forms of evidence in scientific research was extrapolated from meta-analysis and systematic reviews on depression and serotonin levels, receptors and transporters involving tens of thousands of patients. Tens of thousands of patients. Pretty thorough study. Although the serotonin hypothesis of depression is still influential, Moncrief and co-authors noted citing widely adopted textbooks published as recently as 2020 and surveys indicating that 85 90% of the public believes 85 90% of the public believes this shit jesus christ 85 90% of the public believes that depression is caused by low serotonin or chemical imbalances the primary research indicates there is no support no support for this hypothesis that depression is caused by lower serotonin activity or concentrations. No support for the hypothesis. Moncrief explained in the press release, patients should not be told that depression is caused by low serotonin or by a chemical imbalance, and they should not be led to believe that antidepressants work by targeting these hypothetical and unproven abnormalities. In particular, 
The idea that antidepressants work in the same way as insulin for diabetes is completely misleading. We do not understand what antidepressants are doing to the brain exactly. And giving people this sort of misinformation prevents them from making an informed decision about whether to take antidepressants or not. Fucking ridiculous, man. People should be in prison. Invited to extrapolate the review's findings for psychology today, Moncrief added, Moncrief added, antidepressant use has reached epidemic proportions across the world and is still rising, especially among young people. Many people who take them suffer side effects and withdrawal problems that can be really severe and debilitating. A major driver of this situation is the false belief that depression is due to a chemical imbalance. Chemical imbalance. Anytime anybody says that to you, that's the, that's the voice you have to say that to them. And chemical imbalance? Because they're retarded for believing it. Um, a major driver of this situation is the false belief that depression is due to chemical imbalance. It is high time to inform the public that this belief is not grounded in science. Is not grounded in science. It's marketing. It's bullshit marketing. Bullshit marketing by pharmaceutical companies to get you hooked on drugs you don't need. Modernity is the problem, guys. Your, your anxiety and, and depression comes from modernity. Modernity. It's time to reject it. It's evil. <laughs> okay? Go back to your roots. Go back to the basics. Man, Wayne Smith. This is, this is, this is so sad. Wayne Smith is saying, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Metro Area Lakes has a measurable amount of antidepressants. Yeah, it's bad. You wonder why people are going crazy? You wonder why, why people think they're, why there's 97 genders and people can cut, cut things off and, and it'll make them something they're not? Maybe it's, uh, could be nonsense lies from the pharmaceutical companies and doctors over the years. It could also be there's crazy juice in the water. <laughs> We may have crazy juice in the water. If you're not protecting yourself, uh, I luckily had well water growing up. You know, I've been drinking, you know, filtered water for a long time. That's a, that's a bullet I think I've dodged by not growing up in a big city. It's crazy, man. Yeah, Wayne, you're right, Mr. Smith. He's saying, informed decision? Come on. You think this will curb the SSRI use? No. Because the people who are ego, it's ego investment, guys. Just like, you know, with the red pill stuff, we talk about ego investments in relationships and ego investments in how you think relationships and dating is supposed to work. Well, the ego investments also translate into everything else you do in your life. There are still people who wear masks. There's been plenty of studies that show the masks don't do shit but they will never give it up. 10 years from now, there will still be people wearing masks because they don't want to get COVID. They don't want to get the, the beer bug, okay? There's no support for it, but they'll fight you on it. There'll people that'll fight you about getting the, uh, the boop boop for cold symptoms. And uh, this stream will probably get taken down now, but whatever. 
screw you, YouTube. I'm already, I'm still up on <laughs> Rockfin. Go to Rockfin if they take this down. <laughs> Support Rockfin, guys. Tired of these lies, man. Everything's a psyop. Everything's a lie. Everything's manipulation. Do not trust the government. Do not trust these, these, these money grubbing people. It's, it's bad. It's bad. All right, guys. This is good. This is good. Tyler Durden's stupid name is saying sunshine, discipline, and purpose. That is all I feel we need. You are not wrong. A hundred percent. Throw in some uh, exercise. Sunshine, exercise, discipline, purpose. Yeah, I think. But yeah, you got to think, man. We, we had to work our ass off 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just to survive, just to stay alive for millions of years throughout our evolutionary process. And then one day we get we get machines, industrialization, and computers, and we don't have to do that stuff anymore. And we and we stop exercising, we stop moving, we stop using our bodies. Like it's not good, man. People are freaking out. That's what it's all coming from. And then you got these yahoos telling you that it's a chemical imbalance. And then you get popped full of a bunch of pills. And then you get ego invested into that and believing in that. There's no saving you, man. They're not going to ever quit. They're not going to ever stop. Hmm. I want to see a study that shows the political leanings of people on, on the antidepressants and all those drugs. I have a large assumption that the majority of them are on one side of the political spectrum. Yeah, I'd, I'd put I'd put 100 bucks on it. Anybody want to look for that? Anybody want to look for that research? Yeah, I remember Pennywise, Wayne Smith. The world is on heroin. I remember Pennywise. Good old days. Yeah, people can't handle situations. They can't. They can't handle stress. They don't. They're babied because we don't. We don't have anybody telling them they got to grow up. You got to be a little baby your whole fucking life now. There's a show on Netflix called um, Snowflake Mountain. It's it's funny. It's a funny show because it's it's what you think all of these young millennials or Generation Z or whatever people are. And like they have to do something like, oh, swim to a raft and get some food and swim back. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's so hard. They had to carry a bucket full of poop and dump it in a hole that they dug. Oh my God, I can't believe it. it's so hard. It's fucking wild, bro. It's wild. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Wayne Smith saying, easy is just easier, not better. Boom, boom, boom. I like it. Oh. That's interesting. I know you can find SSRI consumption and climate correlation, but I don't think political affiliations have been done. So people who are on more SSRIs are also more likely to believe in climate change. Is that what you're saying? That's not surprising at all. Man, people, people who believe anything will believe anything. 
<laughs> like, I guess that's the lesson here, right? If a dumbass will believe one thing, they'll believe anything, right? I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. All right, guys, I've been uh, losing my mind for the last hour, 15 minutes or so. It was fun. Thanks for uh, listening to me rant. Appreciate it. Be sure to check out the links below. I've got my uh, lifting program. I've got all kinds of programs, right? I'm working on my package deal. I'll get that together. I've been stalling, but uh, I'll be on it. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Free cane. Make sure you get your free cane shirts, guys. All pedophiles must die. Have a great night. I'll check you later.